welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 190, recorded live on Saturday, January 29th, 2011. <sighs> All right, so we should hit the random topic while Dave's trying to find that. Random topic, yeah. I rolled ahead of time. Bar? Well, I'm guessing it was supposed to be soap, but he spelled it soup or body wash. Bar soup or body wash. That must be a Hans question if he misspelled soap. Yeah. <laughs> See, Hans needs to start texting more. <laughs> Well, he has a cell phone now. Just needs to start texting. Yeah, oh. Hans, start texting. Our soap or, or body, body wash. wash? I'm guessing for when I'm in the shower, and I'm going to say body wash. Yes, what do you wash yourself with? Body wash with a loofah. Really? Yes, I use a loofah. I just use bar soap. Hey, I, you just don't... It's a lot of work to get the, the bar soap in, in a washcloth and then use that, or do you use the bar soap on you? Generally, the bar soap on me. Hmm. This might be too much information for some people. <laughs> I, How do you wash yourself when you're in the shower? Oh, that was... Direct application. This is actually not the first time I've asked this question. I remember asking Lampman this question, how he uh, showered himself. You asked our band director in high school? Yeah, you were there. Yeah, but I have a crappy memory, so... <laughs> you were there, I think. Laura was there. I think Kate was there. It was one of those times we were waiting for the, the um, parking lot to clear out after school got out, so we were all in the band room just sitting there chatting. And we were discussing body wash and loofahs and that sort of stuff, and then Lampman came in, and I asked him... And I think it got to the point where he starts at the top and works his way down, and then he stopped after saying that and goes, I think that's enough for me, and then he kept walking. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's amusing. But the, the loofah helps exfoliate your skin. You're so soft and smooth. So would steel wool. Are you going to take that See, into that the would, shower? That would hurt your skin. Oh, 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 that reminds me. I have half the ingredient for thermite. <laughs> And now I, I have the harder half to find. Now I just need to get some rust, which is to say I need to go get a piece of steel wool and light it on fire. <laughs> or you can just take my car. My car has a lot of rust. I, I could just get... take a file to your car. <laughs> Not even that. Just kick it, it seems. <laughs> Collect it. Well, I was trying to kick the snow off of my um, behind the wheels. <laughs> you what, like punched a hole through your car? Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, if, if you just want to bring that with you next time you're over here, I've, I've got the aluminum shavings now. <laughs> Drilling into aluminum for the robot. And I'm like, hmm, there are little pieces of aluminum now. Huh. What are you going to do with your thermite? Just burn it through an engine block? Because that's what I well, would do. I, I wouldn't have enough thermite to burn through that. Uh, what I will probably do is dig a small hole in the ground and put it in there. Oh. Just to, you know, watch it burn. <laughs> What's the line from... Uh... Uh, want, a dark night. Oh, um, where Alfred's talking about the Joker, and he says, "Where some men just want to watch the world burn." I don't know. I need to watch Dark Knight again. It's been too long since I've seen it. Oh, it's that says Laura just suggested what that. Is take wrong it with us. With, huh? What is wrong with watching things burn? Come on. Huh? Laura just suggested though that we take it with us to Lake Michigan, where the sand has that really high silicate ratio. Try making some glass, and we we put it in the sand and see if we can get glass. <laughs> I'm actually really in favor of this idea. All safety measures will be taken. People will be standing very far away from it, and we will have safety glasses on. All right, so before and we get into... Extinguisher. <laughs> and a fire extinguisher. I don't know if a fire extinguisher will help with thermite, because it doesn't require oxygen. You can't smother it. Take pictures, then. <laughs> <laughs> okay, before we talk about anything else kind of illegal and dangerous... Is that illegal? I don't, I don't know. know. I start looking into the <laughs> but anyway, People make bonfires over there, Catherine. Before we go, is there any website you would like to plug? Um, no. 
sorry. That's just fine. Perfectly acceptable. Oh, uh, well, and by the way, yes. I, I use body wash. Unless I'm traveling, then I use bar soap. Well, of course, because the hotels always give you bar soap. Exactly. And lugging around a loofah is just you know, such a pain. I actually do that. They have travel size loofahs. Yes, that's what I have. It's about the size of a racquetball. Maybe a little bit bigger. Okay, than baseball. yeah. So anyway. <laughs> Smile and nod, Dave. Smile and nod. Okay. Well, thank you, Catherine, for, for joining us. It was a pleasant uh, surprise. Me. Especially on such short notice. Now you can go back to yeah. baking cookies. Yes. Mmm, cookies. I stress bake. C is for cookies. That's good enough for me. Okay. <laughs> cookie, cookie, cookie starts with C. We're not allowed to sing. This is episode 191, recorded live on Saturday, February 5th, 2011. All right. So what is the random topic, Andy? The random topic is, let me get my note out again. What do you do to entertain yourself when you are bored in class? What do you, I was thinking of this as um, when you we were taking classes in college. Oh, played World of Warcraft. What else? <laughs> I did that once or twice, but I just... I would do things like fish. Nothing that was too important. Oh, darn, I missed a fish. Yeah. Shucks. I went on 40-man raids. No. I fished. I gathered herbs. Actually, what I did was I was the auction house. Did a lot of that, especially with the uh, mods and add-ons. I would do all of the auction house automated stuff. Or go, oh, hey, this is being sold under cost. Yes, I'd like to buy it and then resell it. Yep. Thank you. Ah. Okay, so the second part of this question is, what did you do if you did not have access to an electronic device? Cried. Well, there was times in elementary uh, school uh, that we didn't have. Yeah, well, we're still talking about in college. Uh, in all honesty, I'd usually try and flirt with a girl near me. Well, what about in high school? Talks with friends behind the teacher's back. Mm. Or reading class. I did a lot of reading in class. I was an awful student. I, and being on the other end of it, I recognize that. <laughs> My uh, One of the oddest things I ever did was actually teach myself how to do math in other bases. Ooh. So I did, I learned how to do it in binary, and then um, I think Mrs. Tripp taught me uh, hex base counting. Cool. And so I learned how to do all the addition and subtraction and multiplication. So if you gave me two binary numbers, I could add them together and then tell you what the uh, result well, was. Adding in binary is actually relatively easy because you're just carrying the ones. Yeah. When you start when you start getting to multiplying binary numbers, it's a little. I, I had to teach myself how to do it. Mm-hmm. You want how you multiply in binary? Convert it into base ten. Multiply, <laughs> convert it back to binary. But that was the easy route. I wanted to know how to do it, just staring at it. And then um, there was always some doodling that I used to do, which were um, you would take a, a you just write like letters on a grid, mm-hmm. and then you would color the grid like a, a checkerboard. So one square would be blank, the other square would be black, and then when you hit a letter. You would flip it. You would so flip the letter, or you'd flip the coloring. You you would the the letter would be the opposite color of the background. So ah. let, the letter would be a reverse checkerboard. Okay. If the background was white in that square, then the letter would be black. But then the next square over, it would be white because it's the letter now. Interesting. Yeah, I had interesting designs with that because it makes you look like you're really writing something down, but you're basically just filling in squares. Mm-hmm. We were terrible students. I wasn't bored that often in class. I was. I was just. Class was interesting. Homework was not interesting, though. (laughs) That was my downfall. Mm. Go be a teacher. You'll learn to appreciate it. Uh, I remember being in college and I'd be like, oh, man, doing my student teaching and my poor students, they hate doing their homework. I was just, I got to tell them, like, you guys have no idea what's coming, do you? It's just, this is nothing compared to what you have to put up with in college. Now that I actually work at a school, college was nothing compared to the homework I get in high school. (laughs) 
I explained this to my students. I was like, guys, I'm not doing this for my benefit. I'm not giving you the homework because I'm mean and nasty and sadistic. For every one paper I give you, I get 150 papers back. Let's think about that. I do not like giving homework. I do it because I know it's helpful to you guys. Whether you know it or not, doesn't matter. Anyways. All right. I have to go soak my foot. Because it's and all gross. Grade some papers. And grade papers. Have fun watching the Super Bowl. Who do you think is going to win? Um, what are you talking about, Dave? This is, episode is coming out after the Super Bowl. Didn't I'm you watch aware the game? of that. So we'll be able to find out immediately from our listeners whether you are right or wrong. Who do you think is going to win? I haven't been paying attention. I, I know it's the Packers and the Steelers, but beyond that, I have no clue. All right. Packers I'm are actually- safe to win by just a little bit. And I say uh, if for no other reason than it was snowing in the stadium, Packers will win. I'll have to go for the Steelers then. Really? Just well, because I'm going for the Packers? Exactly. I see. There we go. This is episode 192, recorded live on Sunday, February 13th, 2011. Focus. Oh, fine. Random topic. I roll ahead of time. This is definitely a Hans one, but I don't understand it. Do you have a program that generates graduation speeches? No. Well... I have a program that will assist in the generation of graduation speeches. In fact, I have several. Yes. Notepad. Word. Word. Open, Open office. office. Google, Google Docs. Or Google Writer. Yeah, whatever it's called. Microsoft Office Live or whatever it is. Um, but one that will just boom your speech? No. Well, no, let's I see. Not. Graduation speeches. You first talk about your history of what happened after you graduated. You try and impose some. Wait, why would you give? Uh, you mean? Oh, you're. Uh, see, I'm thinking of like head of the class graduation speech. Oh, I was you're just thinking, thinking of, like honor guest graduation. Yeah, speech. commencement speakers. I'm just thinking of all the graduations that I've been to. The commencement speakers have all been. This is what happened yeah, I when I was growing up. This is what happened after I graduated. Let me impart some wisdom upon you from my yeah. history. Soap. Soap? Soap. What do you mean soap? Nothing. Never mind. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Several people might get the joke. Others can look it up. Oh, I was just thinking of the, uh, whoa, what's the wear sunscreen song? Always wear sunscreen. Yeah, that's where I got the soap. I don't remember soap from that. Isn't that Yoda doing that? I don't know. It's been too long. Boz Lerman. There we go. Everybody's free to wear sunscreen. Okay. Which Classics. is actually... No, that's The Graduate. I know, but I'm just saying. Oh, that's a, it's a good song. And then there's uh, Chris Rock's No Sex in the Champagne Room from it. Yeah, I don't think that's a graduation speech, though. <laughs> well, it's his version of the Wear Sunscreen song. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the Mary Schmidt article back in 1997. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> I gotta so, go. Andy's got to go get more coffee because I'm going to keep coughing. God, it's... I got a... Man, Dave, I drank all this coffee and I'm sitting here like... (laughs) God, now I'm out. And now we're out. All right. This is episode 193, recorded live on Monday, February 21st, 2011. Uh, Random topic? Uh Uh-huh. The, uh... Random topic was if you're going to commission a statue of a game designer, who would it be? Kira Nobusaka. No, uh, I don't know. Probably Miyamoto. <laughs> Everybody would pick Miyamoto. Well, let's see. You've got the Miyamoto camp. You'd have the Will Shorts camp. Will Shorts, the guy who did not Will Shorts. That's the Will Wright. Yes, 
Sorry. There you go. Will Shorts is the crossword puzzle guy. Will yeah. Wright. Sid oh. Meier. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, the guy who did Tetris. What was his name? Alex. Prozhenkov. Yeah. Al Alcorn. Nolan Bushnell. Al Lowe. Al Lowe. Guy who did Leisure Suit Larry. Ah. Cliffy B. Mm-hmm. Mm. Blazewski, I think is his name. <laughs> I don't know. I always call him Cliffy B. Everyone calls him Cliffy B. Hmm. Who would I want to do a statue of? Oh, side note, speaking of Marble Madness, the guy who created Marble Madness spoke at Dice this year. Okay. And he stated that um, Big Focus Budget Andy. Games... Yeah. Focus Andy. He was talking about the death of Big Budget Games, but anyway... Um, Focus. We could do a statue of him. Fine. You have an answer now. No, that's not my... Uh, 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 Five, four, three, two... Sid Meier's. Okay, there we go. What would you pick? No, I, I already told you. Probably Moto. Mm. Or Al Alcorn, actually. Who's Al Alcorn? He wrote Pong under the direction of Nolan Bushnell. Oh, yeah, we could do Nolan Bushnell. Go learn your history. <laughs> the early history of video games is so convoluted. Oh, it's not. It just becomes a question of what do you define as a game as far as who made the first game. Yeah, I still think the tennis game was first. That's fine. There's your video game history that I know. Do you know who the guy's name? Who developed the tennis? Oh, um... William... Oh, God, I don't know. Oh, now you have your homework. Two homework assignments. <laughs> Damn it, Dave. I don't go There's to school that. anymore. Final I Fantasy VI. I suck at homework. Yes, you do. All right. Well, it's been fun, everyone. This is episode 194, recorded live on Saturday, February 26th, 2011. Yes, random topic. Rolled ahead of time. Now that you have, quote-unquote, taught in public schools, both of us, has your experience teaching altered your perspective on Jamie Escalante, which is the teacher who was shown in Stand and Deliver? This is the guy who took an inner-city Florida school and got him through AP Calculus. Yes. Okay. You know what What really changed my view on him? What? Actually reading about him and what he did as opposed to watching the movie Stand and Deliver. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't Florida, though, by the way. It was oh, L.A. It was California? Yeah. Okay. Garfield Florida, High California, School. same thing. <laughs> yes, Dave. They are so similar. I don't, I, I don't think you could... Granted, they both have large Hispanic populations. <laughs> They're both tropical, somewhat climates. Mm-hmm. Well, L.A., not, you're not talking like Sacramento and San Francisco. Those are not the same. No. I don't know if I could say about that because... So being a substitute teacher is completely different than being a teacher because the, the substitute teaching, you're just trying to, A, get the students to not goof off completely. Yeah, evidently you do far more than most of my subs. Really? Yeah. Uh. My, my subs tend to just goof off. <laughs> yeah, I remember um, one of the subs, that, I guess I was sharing, they were sharing a room with another teacher, and so I show up there at the beginning of the day, and it's like, oh, yeah, you guys didn't have to show up right away. I'm like, oh, great. Mm-hmm. But I'm already there. I don't want to drive home and then have to drive back. So I'm sitting in the other room, and that the substitute teacher, that first hour class, just sat at the desk and write a book while the class just, class just goofed off the entire time. I'm like, oh, great. It's fun.
I, on the other hand, when I'm substitute teaching, actually, um, A, try and get them to do what the substitute teacher wanted them to do. And if they got done early, real teacher? Yeah. Okay. try and get them what's set in the lessons plan for them to do. And if they finish early, keep them occupied doing something else rather than goofing off completely. Mm-hmm. But substitute teaching, your goal is just to get, get through the hour without yep. you know somebody throwing a recycling bin out the window. Yep. Which is sad to say that I have had a class that that has not happened. <laughs> Wait, you you are sad to say this is a you've had a class where that has not happened, which well, is I'm, say you you didn't get through the hour without someone throwing something out the window. Yes. Ah, did you write that person up? Uh, they were sent down to the office. Okay. Escorted by the I guess the security group that is patrolling the school at the time. Yep, we have those. Uh, never realized how nice Celine was until you go oh somewhere my God, else. Yes. Oh my God! Yes, Celine had a culture of learning. Celine had people who wanted to be there, and if they didn't, they weren't there. They were over the alternative. Yeah. Oh. Originally thought that I wanted to be a teacher, but now I'm not so sure if I'd want to be a teacher. Yeah, I thought I wanted to be a teacher too. <laughs> but Dave, you are a teacher. I know. <laughs> it's not supposed to be a good thing to say. No, I I actually do enjoy it. It's just it's, really hard. It, it's fun when they want to learn. It's hard when they don't. Yeah, and most of the time they do not want to learn. I was trying to, once a class I was substitute teaching, I was trying to teach them how to uh, describing hydrocarbon chains to them. It's just trying to get to the point of, hey, your teacher will think you guys are awesome if you're able to explain this to her. Mm-hmm. Some of them got them, some of them didn't. Eh. At that point, I'm like, look, you guys just don't burn down the room while I'm here. That's that's all I'm asking. Just Please get the don't work destroy done. the building. Get the work done. Don't kill anybody, and we'll both be happy. Okay? Yep. That's all, all I ask of you. Which is evidently very, very much sometimes. It, it all depends on, though, the, the, how the teacher sets up the class to work with substitutes. If the teacher makes it clear that they will not, if the substitute teacher writes something down, the kid will be punished. Those mm-hmm. classes are a lot better than the teacher who is, oh, it's a substitute teacher. We'll just do what, eh, whatever. Right. Makes it a whole lot harder. <laughs> oh. All right. Yeah, that's all I've got on that. Yeah, um... I mean, the guy was was really good, but he had a lot of uh, administration support and parental support. And yeah, not everyone can be Escalante. No, it it just doesn't work. It's hard. Yeah. Speaking of teaching, I have to go to the darker side of that and great papers. I am going to try my hand at Sid for a little bit. All right. Knock yourself out. (laughs) Most likely. Most likely the AI is going to knock me out instead. Don't die. Oh, yeah, that's a fight. I I, I should watch at some point and see what you're doing, because I I did pretty well in my first couple games. Not so much with me. All right, well, good luck. Yeah, I'm going to need it. Oh, I'm going to need it. This is episode 195, recorded live on Sunday, March 6th, 2011. Oh, the random topic. Oh, Aaron. Rolled ahead of time. If you were Richard Nixon, how would you have covered your tracks from the Watergate break-in? Now, if I were Richard Nixon, clearly I would have done exactly what Richard Nixon did. If I had been in Richard Nixon's position, I wouldn't have done it in the first place. 
I, looking at like reading what how these people were actually connected to mm-hmm. Richard Nixon, it was ridiculous. Literally, you're going to pay these guys from the fund used for a re-election campaign. Really, you're not going to try and put it through just somebody else. Yeah, but it, you're going to get you're paid directly the from money. that. Yeah. You gotta you're hide the money. Public funds that you are required to disclose. Ugh. You're gonna hire people who you have already previously hired. One of them, I think, was a GOP security aide. Really? You're gonna. Oh. Yep. You're gonna be an idiot. <laughs> so, trying to cover it up, looking at what you did beforehand, if I, like, if I had not, you would have to set it up completely different in order to get away with it. Trying to cover it up, it it's impossible to cover it up with how they did it in the first place. Yep. Oh. As I said, I, I just wouldn't have done it. I would have done something else. I don't know what, but I would have done something else. I, what were they even looking for? That was my thing. I don't what? even remember. It's like they broke into the hotel. Yes, I get that. And that led to the tapes. And that's what led to his, uh, well, his resignation. Resignation before they could impeach him. Yeah. But what were they looking for in the... I don't know. This was too recent history. We didn't learn this. <laughs> we didn't actually learn this, did we? No, we never got that far. We got just barely past World War II. I remember we got up to the, the Vietnam War in our U.S. history class. But yeah, I don't remember anything about the Watergate scandal. But anyway. Yep, don't know. Uh, don't know, don't know, don't know. Don't know, most likely don't care. Not really. No. All right, Dave, we'll have fun with your robots. Oh, thank you. I look forward to it. Sorry you can't come out all the way to Waterford to come watch us in our first game. It's a far drive. I know. Oh, don't worry about it. Although I might still make you come out to Ann Arbor. <laughs> okay. All right. Take care, Andy. Yep. See ya. This is episode 197, recorded live on Saturday, March 19th, 2011. All right, so, random topic time. Okay. Um, now that the game's over, I don't care anymore. Um, <laughs> have you been watching the game? Random topic is the... Uh, <laughs> have you been able to notice? Um, a little bit, but go on. Damn. Anyway, what is your favorite assembly from elementary school? Gemini. They're the guitar playing twins, right? Yes. They came to Houghton Elementary. Remember there was one point where a guy was, um, one I remember really great was the guy was blowing up balloons filled with other flammable gases and he ended with hydrogen. It was quite loud. You think this is just a small balloon? That was pretty cool. The, uh, first grade circus was always fun. There was a first grade circus. Yes, you don't remember the first grade circus? Were you not here nope. in first grade? I was here in first grade. There was always a circus. I, I don't remember a first grade circus. Oh, I was the ringmaster. Okay. Um, what else was there? There was the uh, the ones the fifth graders always did at Houghton, where it was like Sacagawea. The Thanksgiving Harriet, one? The Harriet Tubman one. It was the... Sacagawea and Harriet Tubman? Yeah. Isn't it Harriet Tubman, the, the, the lady who was known as the conductor? The Underground Railroad? Yes. Yes. It was like Harriet Tubman. It was Sacagawea. It was a couple other like history things and it always ended with um them all singing like from the the from sea to shining sea or something like that it was done by the fifth graders i always wanted to do that but never actually got the chance to but it was such a i do not remember that at all you don't I, I think remember no i don't the, but i think you're who, this one. oh please i all the slim people will remember who went to houghton and will remember the sacajuia harriet tubman sure assembly oh the bigsby marionettes that was always a good one too with the the uh stone soup marionettes and the, the house with the chicken leg marionettes and everything i like that other people i guess were extremely bored with you know actual plays but no yeah aha we can we can, i can go to a judge on this ruling
right. elementary school assembly that had like Sacagawea and Harriet Tubman and it was put on by the fifth graders. Do you remember it? Aha, there was one about Sacagawea. Oh, that does not count and you know it. This is completely... I remember something about Sacagawea. I do not remember the one where they made us dance. But they always ended with like singing Sea to Shining Sea to Shining Sea. I swear, there's an independent ruling and I win. Damn it, I'm losing. Yes, yes, I need to you stop are. this before I lose anymore. Okay. This is episode 199, recorded live on Sunday, April 3rd, 2011. And our random topic, it's a Hans random topic. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> and it's kind of directed at me. Have you ever <laughs> been pegged by an eraser? Yes. Dave, I do believe, was in that class. Yeah, Koppelman was not pleased with you. No. I don't even remember what I did, but... Um, fell asleep. I, no, I did not fall asleep. If I remember correctly, there was a point where I kept on having my pencil drop off my desk. And so after a while, I just left it there. And that did not please Koppelman at all either. So he uh, made me bend down and pick it up. Which, uh, when I was down on the ground picking it up, that's when I got pegged by the eraser. Okay. Which, you think of today's standards in schools, that probably would not be... Good. Yeah. No, he'd get into some pretty serious trouble with that. But actually, I liked Koppelman. His classes were entertaining. Well, yes, because he threw erasers <laughs> at students. <laughs> he was a wild card. You never knew what to expect with Koppelman. I remember we took a pop quiz in Koppelman's class. First question, do the mountain do the blank? What? <laughs> that I do not remember. Um, I think one of the other questions was, I'm a pepper, you're a pepper, he's a pepper, she's a pepper. Wouldn't you like to be a pepper too? I also don't remember that. It was a pop quiz all about soda and pop. Ah. You know, like like Mountain Dew and Dr. Pepper. and the, Yes, you know, no, I, I understand the references. Yeah, because he, he did that pop quiz, and we're all freaking out going, oh, God, a pop quiz. Ah. I think it was like the Friday before break, and he just breaks out with that, and we're just like, what? Oh, good times. He was also a big oh. chess player, too. I remember it that as well. The sudden good times. <laughs> Ow, son of a... That's what you get. Ow. Karma just literally came back to basically bite me. Ow. I was playing with a rubber band and it just snapped in my hands. I heard it. Don't worry. Oh, ow, son of. Mm. Okay, so I will no longer say good times. Thank you. For this episode. <laughs> this is episode frickin' 200. Recorded live on Saturday, April 9th, 2011. So, random topic. I rolled ahead of time. Do you donate to NPR and should you donate to NPR? No and yes. Dave, you don't donate to your... Do you know how many NPR stations you have that are local for you? About six. <laughs> That's no, probably why he doesn't donate. I think there's three. There's UOM, MU, and I don't remember the third. WDET okay. is Wayne State's. Yeah. So you have three NPR stations you could listen to. Yep, and I usually listen to UOM, although every so often during football season I've been known to hop onto EMU to listen to their game. But you don't donate? Uh, I have in the past. I did not this year, and I plan on it in the future. I was donating to WEMU while I was freaking working there. That's showing you... <laughs> Have you donated to your local stations now? Um, since I don't have a radio, I don't know when they're... <laughs> 
my okay. So they the, just did their their spring drive. Ah, uh, and I missed it. Yes, but I don't really listen to the radio when I'm stationary. I listen to it when I'm driving, and since I had cars that did not have working radios, I started to listen to my iPod and podcasts while I was driving, and I have quite a backlog of those. To say anything, I still have epic defaults that I need to listen to. Wow. Wow, really? That's how back I am. Wow. No offense, uh, Epic Default hasn't posted in two and a half months. Yeah, I, yeah. Still need, I still have to listen to the one on Dick Wolves. That one was actually a very interesting one. I would recommend. I know, and I'm waiting. I can't wait to listen to that one. Like that, that stemmed from a conversation Tony and I had, and then as I was reading it, I kind of backed off because I was just I read I read like the whole Tumblr page where they kind of chronicled everything about it, and I'm just like, my faith in humanity is shattered. I just I don't want to even deal with this anymore. So that's why I called him, and he goes, "Okay, well, I'll get someone else." And it was it, it was a very very out of everything that was going on and. This may sound biased and some part of it, but of everything that was going on in that whole situation, it was probably the most reasonable argument for either side that there was. Ah! Sorry, I accidentally clicked a podcast. <laughs> Way to go. Hopefully that does not um, show up. No, if this makes any sense to you, which it probably will if you've been a quote-unquote follower of Epic Default, we have our Year in Review podcast still in the can, technically. <laughs> <sighs> Good job there. Yeah, people got better stuff to do. I think it's we've gotten two hour episodes because my employment has not been consistent, mm-hmm. and I have time to deal with these things. Also, you you found it a very easy way, and you have the ability to edit your podcast very easily, and you set yourself up to have a very easy way of editing. Yes, I set myself up to not. <laughs> Once you start adding music, <clears throat> oh, that. One. The music part really isn't the isn't the whole part. My part is is I go through and I listen through the I I listen to the podcast about four times as I'm editing. I listen to it once, trying to get most of the ums and coughs and other stuff out. I miss some of it because I'm trying to get a quick turnaround, especially well, since, with all the scripts that I have written for. Yeah, our problem is, is we like to drink on our show, and because of that, a lot of our speech is slurred or <laughs> broken apart. And so I try to edit them together so it at least makes some sort of sense. Good job, Johnny. We're thinking about doing another reboot where I'm just basically going to go, you know what, I'll listen to it once, take out anything that absolutely doesn't make sense or any technical problems, add a song to the front, add a song to the back, and then throw a couple songs as like backing tracks, and be done with it. Minus yep. the backing track songs, that's basically what I do. Yeah. I keep tabs. I've got a, my notepad open there. I keep tabs on most of the time on if there's a problem, like if Dave has a phone call, I'll keep track of times of around where that is, and I'll edit it later. But most of the time I, I just let it go, that. and then we do about an hour and 20 minutes minutes cut down the silence to about an hour and we're golden yep speaking of an hour and 20 minutes we probably should wrap this up yeah um, so that, johnny that's thank you doing that. <laughs> thank you for coming in as it always if you would like to uh, pimp your site you can um, do so now i think we've quote unquote pimped it enough but i will pimp something else uh i've started doing uh live streams of me writing chip tunes it's awesome it's awesome more as a way of getting me to actually write music because I need to do an album. As a matter of fact, I need to do it more because I'm being interviewed for This Week in Geek and he wants to interview me again after my album comes out. And I already said, yeah, it'll be out in May. And I'm only about halfway through writing the songs for the album. So, Giving yourself a deadline is the easiest way to keep yourself on track. I remember... um, Did I mention it's awesome? There's... This this might sound a little geeky, but I was watching it with my sister at the time, and this was during Instinct's heyday. Okay, and I was watching making the video on MTV, and um, the very end of it, it actually showed them in their post production the very last bit, right before they say, "Hey, here's the video," and the date on the screen was today's date. 
So they, the guy was saying, like, the easiest way to make sure we get this out on time is to put it out on the album. Hey, check out the video on making the video on this day at this time. And you looked at it, and it's like four hours earlier is when he finally wrapped it up. Nice. So, yeah, giving yourself a hard deadline is the best way of keeping yourself going. Awesome. But, yeah, uh, Johnny New Action here at Bandcamp.com. You can go download my album from last year. Throw me a couple bucks if you want. If you go to TCTD, TrueChipTillDeath.com, they are doing a, uh, um, a benefit album that has over 100 artists on it. For If you donate some money to the Japanese Red Cross, you get this album for it, and one of my songs is on that. And if you uh, follow my Twitter, Johnny, at Johnny Nero, or if you go to my Facebook page, Facebook.com slash Johnny Nero, no H in any of those. Um, you can catch updates as to when I'm going to stream again. So I've done three episodes of it so far, and it's been really cool. So, All right. Well, I look forward to hearing what you come up with. It's awesome. <laughs> Dave's stuck in a loop. <laughs> Dave was amazed by my chaos pad. It was, I was amazed by the whole damn thing. I mean, you make it look so ridiculously easy. Dave is not artistic. No, I knew that. All right, we'll got to wrap this up. All right. I got to tell you this. Anthony is in the other room. He just texted me asking me who I'm talking to. <laughs> nice. Okay. Take care, everyone. See ya. This is episode 201, recorded live on Saturday, April 8th, 2011. Um, the random topic I rolled ahead of time. Dave actually didn't know what it was. I forgot to tell him. No, I tell it's, you? It's, have we ever had a radio show, or have we ever talked about getting our show on the radio? Yes, that was the random topic. And no, we had never talked about it. Well, I've thought about it, because I've listened to Geek Speak out of a KUSP and NPR affiliate. But one, we'd have I've, to... Well, it, they, they don't do anything we don't do. I mean, it, it's we'd have to do a bit more fact-checking than what we do. A little bit more preparation time as opposed to what I do. <laughs> Dave and has prep time? What? And we couldn't do things like cuss and say, God damn it. God damn it, Dave. How come you don't prep? God damn it, Andy. How come you don't? Well, never mind. <laughs> how come I don't what? I don't come know. on, Dave. Come on. Nope. What? How, how come I don't what? I, no. Try it. No. Try it. Try and no. think of something that I don't do for this podcast. Code. Damn. I tried coding. It didn't work. I remember that. I tried, I tried to figure out how to change podcast. how to change the podcast in iTunes from RA Podcast to Random Access Podcast. I thought I knew. I tried it out, and it didn't work because you did something else. Yeah. That was not in the list of how to change your title on iTunes uh, no. from the help menu. No, because you were changing the wrong file. <laughs> how am I supposed to know? You had backup files on there. And the- yes, I have backup files. <laughs> Things are here, things are there. I'm... I know, it, it's pretty messy. Maybe this yes. stuff will rewrite it again. <laughs> All right, podcast V3. Re- rewrite it again. We got it pretty much down. We just need a comment system. Well, that's why I was saying, like, we'd change the look. We'd, I've got the back end, it's all set. It's just the visual aspect would have to change. Talking about coding, I had just taken the um, HTML code of the link to Forbidden Island, that which has our reference in it. I extracted what we needed, and now I'm creating the topic. Cool. Random review. So I do code. I just don't do it. So why don't you? Often. Okay, sir. If if you can code, go ahead and edit the files to add a section where we can put just the random review item and have it link. Go for it. By all means. I don't know CSS and whatever you would be. It, it would be the Rails. Would be the yeah. key. 
That's what I said. I don't know rails. I know HTML enough to be somewhat dangerous. Yep. CSS for designing, eh. But rails, nope. Not so much. See that I can do no problem. Okay, I'm more of an idea man. I had the idea for putting the links on the front page. Yes, you just have no idea how to go about doing it. Yes, that is my problem. That's why I, when I'm programming for my phone, I go through. That's why I'm here, the Android inventor, because I just get to drag and drop blocks. Yeah, that's simple. Rather than going through the uh, system uh, print dot screen, out dot yeah, system dot out dot print dot screen ln semicolon. You're making my head hurt. I think that means it's time to stop. I suppose. Go get your potatoes. <laughs> my one potato left. Two potato, three potato, four. I've been waiting all podcasts to do that. <laughs> I think we have a title. This is episode 202, recorded live on Saturday, April 23rd, 2011. So, finally, random topic. Okay. If you could go back in time and kick a philosopher in the nuts, who would it be and why? I don't know many philosophers. Aristotle was a philosopher. Plato was a philosopher. Hume, Kafka? Yeah. Um, Tao. Confucius. Musashi, I guess. Technically, he was a philosopher. Was Buddha a philosopher? Yes. Ish. Uh, a lot of people are philosophers. Anyone with a doctorate is a philosopher. That's what the Ph and PhD stands for. Yeah. If I had to, if you could go back in time, why would you want to? If I could go back in time, kicking a philosopher or needing a philosopher would be the last thing in my mind. <laughs> oh look, like, I'm back in time. What do I want to do? Junk punch. Yeah. Wouldn't wouldn't do that. Wouldn't happen. I don't know who, what philosopher I'd want to kick in the nuts. I never. I didn't really. I wouldn't. I mean, there if. It just—I wouldn't. Besides, you never know what the effect would be on the timeline. (laughs) Well, I think if you showed up in modern clothing, it would really freak out, like Socrates or somebody. Yeah, well, like you go back, you punch Socrates in the nuts, and then he decides not to do half his stuff, and then all of a sudden we don't have democracy anymore. Yeah, I—I don't know. There was some. No, I—I wouldn't. I, I think that's it. There were there were some of the things in the end of Zen and the Art of Motorcycle Maintenance. Which did you get a book from Hans for graduation? Did you get that book? No, you didn't. I don't think so. Hmm. I swear he gave that to Hans. If you gave that to me, I'm sorry. I don't remember, and I don't believe I've got it anywhere. So I'm well, read it. Give it to me. <laughs> um, I have a copy which I could easily give to you to read. That, that, that's fine. I have enough other things to read at the moment. Like what? Uh, Game of Thrones. How to program Android applications. Isn't Game of Thrones a TV series? It is. I'm guessing it's a TV series based off the books. Yes. It's a widely successful HBO series now. Uh, After the pilot, they were renewed for a second season. Must have been quite a pilot. Yeah. Yeah, I I don't feel like there's any philosopher out there that I disagreed with so much that That they deserve a punch in the junk. Yeah. That's also kind of presumptuous that all philosophers are male. (laughs) Well... (laughs) There were a lot of male philosophers in history, the yes. old white guys of history. Maybe. There were also a lot of females. Old white guys, as you bring, bring up Confucius. <laughs> Telling me Confucius was an old white guy? Well, I'm saying in Western civilization, we believe philosophy and history is just a bunch of old white guys. Right. right. I am smart enough to I know and Andy, have a world. We're, we're going to leave Andy with his foot in his mouth. You know what, Dave? <laughs> you should be a philosopher. So you can go back in time? <laughs> You don't need to go back in time, Andy. That is true. I just have to go 100 miles, which I'm going to yeah. be doing. You're going to be doing it later today. Mm. All right. Yeah. Hang out. Well, not hang out, but meet up with each other at some point. Mm. I think I should wear a cup. 
And now I think we should leave on that. Okay. This is episode 203, recorded live on Saturday, April 30th, 2011. Ah, okay. Random topic. Yes. Uh, The random topic I rolled ahead of time. Your first computer. Literally, that's what it said. Your first computer. Uh, Which I, you know, um, I was was playing on a Commodore 64. First computer for me, it's still up and still running in my parents' basement, the IBM 286. Yep, I had one similar to that. I I just love how literally it's still running. I could still go down there and use it if I wanted to. Oh, the IBM 286. Cool. So nice. But now if you think about it, now these kids, what's your first computer? Um, My parents' cell phone. Yeah. (laughs) That's not going to be good. Again, I weep for our future. Back when times were simpler and you actually had to learn about copy and pasting and care about file size. Yep. All right. I think you've got more than enough to work with. Oh, my God. I've got so much more. I'm thinking this might turn into a 76 special. I warned you. I know. And I don't listen to you, Dave. I'm just sorry. No, you don't. All right. Bye, everyone. This is episode 204, recorded live on Saturday, May 7th, 2011. Fox, uh, it's fun. Random topic. Yes. Should the U.S. convert to the metric system? Dave, what do you think? Only if it includes metric time. There is no metric time. Exactly. <laughs> why would you want to... Okay, one, what would metric time be? And two, why would it be better than our there current situation? ten minutes. Uh, sorry, ten. Was it, was it ten hours in a day, ten minutes an hour, ten seconds a minute? But a second would be huge then. You'd well, have to... Well, then you have... Well, but... So you don't actually... Wouldn't even call them seconds, minutes, hours. It would be seconds, decaseconds, uh, kiloseconds, megaseconds, etc. We're going to meet in three megaseconds. Yeah, that is ridiculous. Or in five kilo, you know, we'll meet in six point two kiloseconds. I. Well, see, you know, this is the thing. Everyone says, "Oh, the metric system is so great. Oh, the metric system is so amazing." Yeah. Well, then screw you. Use it for time. I wonder what the international system of unit is for time. Second. It is second? Yes. Uh. Acceleration is meters per second, per second squared. squared right. The SI measurement for time is seconds. And what happens when you do 60 seconds? You're at a minute. Why? <laughs> I love how there's only three countries that have not gone metric. It's the US, us, and Burma, it's like two, yeah. and Liberia. Yeah. You know what? Screw everyone else and screw the metric system. What's really funny, if, though, is... Um, if you want to do metric, that's fine, but you have to commit whole hog. Which is funny, though, because not all the countries have committed whole hog to the metric system. It's, um, I've been watching a show called Homes on Homes. Mike Holmes, he's Canadian. Okay. Basically, his idea is he's a contractor, and he goes into homes that have had problems with previous contractors, and he fixes their problems. Like, a contractor came in, only worked half the time, took all their money, and left. Mm -hmm. He'll come in and basically donate most of his time and materials and fix the problem. It's kind of like Extreme Makeover Home Edition, but on a a more normal scale, rather than just tearing down their entire house and rebuilding it. Granted, he did that in one episode. Um but it's Canadian. And so he talks about, when he talks about temperature, he talks about temperature in Celsius and such. Yeah. But for some odd reason, a two by four is still a two, a by, two four. by four. Yep. The world around, I'd bet. It probably is, which is interesting to see that, okay, everybody's gone metric, but still, if you're building something, you're building it with two by fours and yep. four by eights. Now, you'll measure everything else about it in centimeters. No, no. They're measuring stuff in inches. Are they? Yeah. Huh. 
So interesting. The construction industry, so I guess, screw them. Is, <laughs> but it's it's such a weird dichotomy because half the time they're doing stuff in metric, and all of a sudden when they switch to lumber, now it's, it's all board feet again. It sucks to be them. <laughs> oh. Now, okay, if we're going metric, why don't we go to uh, Kelvins instead of Celsius? Because Celsius is the SI. But how come we Kelvins is, granted Kelvins is, or is Celsius based off of Kelvins or is Kelvins based off of Celsius? I don't remember. I think Celsius ended up being based off Kelvin because Kelvin is absolute zero is zero. It's one of those things where I sometimes wish we would go metric, now, but then it's a the lot That's the real easier. interesting thing. Celsius isn't really metric. You never hear of a mega Celsius. Well, that would be really, really hot. <laughs> You never hear of a decicel. No. It's like you hear of energy as kilowatt hours instead of joules, megajoules and such. Other than, you know, back to the future. Gigawatts. Oh, you're right. No, that would be still kilowatt-based. Never mind. Yeah. It's actually watt-based. But I do agree that at some point we do need to um, have standard the world over. And since we are um, currently only one of three countries that is not metric-based, which is interesting because in uh, all the science courses, everything is taught in metric. I remember back in elementary schools, metric, all the way up to college courses, everything was done in metric. Yeah. So what is holding us back? Stubbornness. People <laughs> like me. That's that's all I can think of. It's just you you want to take it and do the the whole thing of taking its idea and taking it to an illogical conclusion. How is it illogical if you want to go metric to go all the way? Well, by redoing time, that's already tried twice with the swatch time and the internet time. Yep. Both of which failed miserably. Yep. It's, I, I just don't, I say go for it, but don't make it ridiculous by redoing stuff that everybody already agrees upon. If everybody's building with board feet, keep board feet. Even though it's not technically metric, people still use it because that's the way everything is set up. It's, what would be a two by four based off of in millimeters or centimeters? Let's see, 1.5 inches, because it's actually two minute, two inches rough, two centimeters. But it could be 1.5 to 2.5, right? It, it's pretty... Well, no, but the, the 2 by 4, after it's actually cut, is actually only 1.5 by uh, okay. 3.5. Yeah, a, a 3.81. Give, give me a so 3.81 by... So you call it a, a 4. But it's not 4, it's 3.81 centimeters by an 8.89. So you'd have to change all the 2x4s if you went to entirely metric, because nobody's going to want to do an 8.89. Give me give me a 3.3 by an 8.89. It does not sound right. No. Well, there we go. I, I, I think it's really, there's no reason for us to go to the metric system. It would not simplify anything. The, I mean, the one case that I can think of was the, the Mars lander. Oh, God. That didn't deploy in time because the programming calculation, the programming was in English and the calculations were done in metric or vice versa. It was still a confusion, no matter which way it went. Yeah, and if they had both just agreed on one system, they would have been fine. It was probably that the calculations were done in metric and the programming was done in English. Anyways, it, we're done. It, we, we do need to fix that we're done. at some point. Yeah, okay. Cool. Have a good week, everyone. This is episode 205, recorded live on Sunday, May 15th, 2011. Anyways, random topic? Yes. Uh, random topic, I rolled ahead of time. Movies titled The X, and by The X, I'm guessing he means, or she, I'm not sure exactly who sent this to me, um, The Blank. So movies titled The Blank, I was first thing that comes to mind is The American, or maybe uh, the, the Warriors, The King's Speech. The Land Before Time. <laughs> the Bad News Bears. That was an actual movie? Yeah, it had uh, Walter Matthau in it. Okay. 
The Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> the Return of the Jedi. I don't know if those count because technically the movie is Star Wars, The Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, but everybody calls it The Empire Strikes Back. No, actually, everyone just calls it Empire. Thank you. Fine then, Mr. DSN. <laughs> so what would you call Return of the Jedi? Just Return? No, it's Jedi. Jedi? Yeah. A New Hope, Empire, and Jedi. The Hurt Locker. God, it's just... There's a lot of them. <laughs> I'm I'm so glad that we finally removed the from alphabetizing things because the T section would just explode if you re- didn't weren't allowed to remove the from the beginning. <laughs> There'd be more these in IMDb than anything else. I mean, if you go back to the the like 50s and 60s horror era with all the B movies, the It Came and all that, I'm sure that there are a ton of the. The House on Haunted Hill, that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Let's see how many of them are in the top 250 movies. Oh, The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. The Godfather. The Shawshank Redemption. The Dark Knight. The Lord of the Rings. The Matrix. Oh. The Usual Suspects. The Silence of the Lambs. Yep. Most of the time, the is dropped, though. Hey, did you see Lord of the Rings? Oh, you're right, yeah. I watched... Well, granted, if you say, I watched The Godfather, that one makes... I just said of saying, I watched Godfather. I yeah, watched, I've not seen Godfather. I know, we keep on bringing that up. I know. I have that on DVD. I need to give that to you. No, you don't. Yes, no, yes, no, I do. Thank you, that's quite all right. The Departed, oh, that was actually a good one, I liked that. The Pianist, The Shining, The Shining. Yep. <laughs> do you want us to get sh- sued? No. Oh, the sting. Oh, such. Oh. The Great right. Escape, even better. Oh, man. We should probably uh, call it, Andy. The Big Lebowski. Yes. The dude. The dude abides. <laughs> the dude in The Big Lebowski. Yep. Are you done with the thes at this point? <laughs> or you just got to keep going? The these. The these. The thes. The these. It seems as not actually becoming much of. I'm just thinking of the. Um, most of these are not actually recent movies. I think we've dropped away from using the. The yeah. We we certainly have. I'm just thinking like. Is there anything on the t- other than the King's Speech, which was based off of a book? The American came out recently, but that was also based off of. I think that was based off of a book. The Ameri- yeah, The American was a novel. So there you go. Maybe we're just getting away from... Because I'm looking at all the movies that had come out this weekend. And none of them have the something. So... The future, the change-up. Yeah. The hills that are alive. With the sound of... God, it's... Now I just want to go through the entire alphabet, but I'm not going to waste the podcast doing that. Uh, too late. No, no, I said start at A and try and see if I could get all the way through the alphabet. We could do that next time. Uh, not sure how well that would work. <laughs> well, I meant for, for the, the random topic. The random topic recap, just record. The American. David and Andy going through movies. <laughs> the Bad News Bears. I have not seen The Bad News Bears. Oh, I have. You should watch it. Can't even think of a C at the moment, so yeah, that wouldn't work. All right, you can't think of a C, a movie that starts with C, really? No, that's uh, the C song. Oh, 
the uh, the chasm. I think was a movie. Wasn't there one the cave? Ah, yes, there was the cave. The deer hunter. Okay, we're done. All right. This is episode 207, recorded live on Friday, May 27th, 2011. Anyways, random topic? Yes. So now, uh, Batgam says, in Iran, there was a game similar to Batgammon that existed around 3000 BC. Okay. <laughs> random topic. Come on. I'm hungry. Random topic. Um, I, why I said this was appropriate, because of my travels to uh, Nevada. Would this you is, this use... This is the random one, right? <laughs> yes. Okay. Since you didn't like my... Would you use... Go on. A brothel, if you were single and it was legal. I actually <laughs> now... I now know where three bo- brothels are at. Because <laughs> you went to Nevada. <laughs> yes. It's legal? In Nevada. Well, I'm, I'm saying, like, uh, the, the hypothetical situation is I'm single, it's legal. I'd have to do some pretty insane research into whether it was safe or not. If it wasn't safe, do you think they would still be in existence? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I, oh, that's a tough question. Because I don't think um, if, if, literally, if one of my employees was sick, I wouldn't want to keep them around because right, that would just but, give me a bad rap and the business but, would go Andy, under. Andy, yes, are you having like a daily screening of your employees? Let's see, brothel Nevada screenings. <laughs> oh, there is a SinCityChamber.com, Las Vegas, Nevada brothels information. Something about STD screenings. Uh, mm-hmm. There's no way that they screen them every day. As an STD screening for each worker is required by law. Yeah. How often? STD interval. <laughs> so, Andy, would you? I'm going to say no. I'm going to say it's really, really a, kind of a tempting thought, but I'm not sure I'd actually go through with it. I don't know if I could do that casually. Testing is done on a monthly basis. Yeah, no. Condoms become mandatory in brothels in 1986. Yep. That would be good. <laughs> <laughs> that, I don't know. It seems like a lot of money to spend. Well, it's true that we, we never said how much it would be. Because I don't know how much it would be. This is not... They don't have their rates online? Really? <laughs> Let's try. Brothels, Nevada. I love your search history at this point. <laughs> if Kate weren't there listening to this and she went through your search history, what would she think, Andy? <laughs> Hourly rates, um, <laughs> well, some of them say offer 45 minutes of services for $175 instead of oh. the usual rate for 200 That's expensive. $200 an hour. No, if I were going to go do something like that, I'd go to a bar and try my luck. Truckers account for up to 75% of business at the state's rural brothels along Interstate 80 and Highway 95. Only guys in trucks. 
<laughs> so, okay. On that note, the Shady Lady Ranch across along what? US no! 5, about 150 miles north of Las Vegas, plans to offer $50 gas cards to clients who spend $300 and $100 gas cards to those who spend $500 due to the rising costs of gas. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I think we're done here. Stay at a brothel, get a free gas card. We're, we're not going to talk about that anymore. We're done. <laughs> so, okay. It's been a pleasure, Andy. I can't breathe. I, I know. All right. Goodbye, everyone. This is episode 208, recorded live on Sunday, June 5th. 2011. All right. Uh, random topic. And then let's sure. call this a day. Random topic. In your podcast relationship, who is Jim Packard and who is Michael Feldman? Now, okay. I knew who these people were. Dave, first do you know off, who these people well, First off, we, we, a podcast relationship? Yes. Are we in a podcast relationship? What? I, like, what defines it? Okay, anyways. Michael Feldman is What Do You Know from NPR, yes. which is a crappy sort of game show that comes on after Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. It's basically like the old Groucho Marx uh, quiz show. I forgot the name of it. That's what I, that's what like, I see when like, I... What? Isn't it like you bet your life? Maybe. Or something like that? Mark's game show. You bet your life. There you go. Hey. Okay, so Michael Feldman is the host, and yes. I, I assume the other guy is his assistant. Yeah, he, uh, the other uh, Jim Packard's the announcer. I'd far, I, I'd much rather ask uh, who's Carl Castle and who's Peter Sagal. <laughs> Which is funny because I had that written down in case you had no idea who Jim Packard and Michael, Michael Feldman were. I had written down Peter Sagal and Carl Castle. Oh. So, Andy, who's Peter Sagal and who's Carl Castle between us? I would see my... Now, see... The question becomes, who is mainly in charge? Dave, who do you think is in charge? Well, you're the one who does all the work and all the audio processing and the recording. I evidently get to be the one who sets the time. Because <laughs> I'm just... The, the, I'm not sure if the announcer-host relationship, especially with like late night it TV and that sort of stuff, show. no, we don't have an announcer-host relationship. We, Granted, I do have. A, oh, I ahead. feel in my gut that I'm leading the conversation more, more often. of the time. I, I, might, I think that's probably true that you end up leading it. Although I'm the one that tends to push us and say, like, "Okay, we need to move on." That is true. I sometimes need an editor. So I don't think that either comparison is appropriate. But I I think as I lead the conversation because I suggest most of the topics. Which I was working on fixing, but I left my headset at the wrong recording area. I had topics I was going to post. This is what happens when I'm ready to go and you're not there. I go, hmm, what else could we talk about? <laughs> do, 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 well, start working my it, way down it, my list. It's good punishment for me. <laughs> I log on this morning, there's like two topics. I'm like, awesome. I log on when I finally get set up, there's 15. Mm-hmm. I even posted some after Dave had, which we actually didn't yeah. get to at the time, but oh well. Yeah, you bastard. Okay, anyways. <laughs> well, you, it's been fun. You could, you know, post Wait, topics. It's 2.30. I have to go and, and actually do more work for school. <laughs> See what I mean about how you get to leave it at... At, at work 
You chose it. Yes, I did. You made your bed, you have to sleep in it? For another week. I get to poke, keep on poking you going, um, hello? Dave? Yeah. Can you, can you get out of bed? No. Hey, I was up at like 9.30 today. Oh. I should just, you know, on the recording days, whenever I get up, just send you a message saying, hey, I'm up. So we can do this yeah, earlier. Yeah, that, w- that would work. I will keep that in mind today, for next time. Today, what would have happened is I'm like, yeah, sure. Wait, where's my headset? At like 11 and not at 11.57. 